The place for Celtics news. The place for Celtics opinion. The place for Celtics talk. It's Cattles on Causeway. What's happening? It's been a long time. Hopefully all of you have enjoyed your summer. We took a couple of months off. Kick back, relax, put up the feet, get ready for the NBA season. But I figured once September rolled around, it was a good idea to uh, return. Cattle's on Causeway. I don't know what episode this is. 10, 9, 8, whatever it is. I wanted to focus on Team USA basketball and what Celtics fans would take away from this FIBA World Cup tournament. I know many of you are likely not watching these games. They're early in the morning. They're during the week. They're on ESPN+. Plus. So I get it. I figured that I'd fill you in on what was going on, what I saw, and the good that we can take away from what's been happening at this World Cup. First of all, guys bailing on this team across the NBA was good news for the Celtics. It was a blessing in disguise for the Seas because what you see now is you have four guys, all crucial to the 2019-2020 success of this basketball team, getting a chance to play live bullet chemistry, as they say, and you start to learn each other's traits. You get to figure out where guys are comfortable where they're not comfortable, and you start to really figure out your teammates. And, of course, this isn't as much of an issue for Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum, but for Kemba Walker, this time is awesome for him because he is able to see what those three other guys, what they bring to the table and what they like to do and what, more importantly, they don't like to do. So this was a blessing in disguise for the Celtics to have four of their players all together overseas figuring out each other's games and being able to play in a competitive environment. You know, this is not, you know, the most competitive thing. This is not the Olympics. Uh, This is not the NBA postseason, but they are playing for something. And when you get to play live action with teammates before the preseason even begins in the NBA season, that means an awful lot. So a blessing in disguise with all of these other players across the league bailing on Team USA for whatever reason. I also think Team USA helps establish the Celtics' offensive objectives. And what I mean by that is, if you watch Greg Popovich's system in San Antonio, if you watch Steve Kerr's system in Golden State, and you watch Brad Stevens' system, they are very similar. And Team USA's coaching staff is, of course, led by Pop, and then you have Kerr on the bench as well. So you have two coaches that are running this team right now that really closely mimic what Stevens likes to do offensively, and that is ball movement, man movement, create space, versatile lineups. Team USA, have play, they, they've played a lot of small ball during this World Cup tournament. That is going to help the Celtics players when they get into the regular season and Stevens play some small ball. Unselfishness, sharing the basketball, thousands of touches, always stay moving, Cut on the baseline. These are all things that Team USA, when they're playing their best on offense, what they're doing is what the Celtics want to do. What they are accomplishing is what the Celtics want to accomplish. So you've got Kemba, you've got Tatum, you've got Brown. Of course, Tatum's been banged up, but you've got Brown, you've got Smart. And all of these guys are learning to work within that kind of offensive system. Again, Brown, Tatum, and Smart already know what Stevens likes to do. But let's not forget how Kemba played in Charlotte. 
Kemba was really the only offensive option unless you love Jeremy Lamb. He was the only guy. So it was a lot of isolation for Kemba. And it was all up to him to dribble, dribble, dribble and figure out what to do. Now Walker gets to play within a system that is ball movement, man movement, share the basketball. And I think that will help him easily adjust to the seas. I still think he would adjust rather well and rather quickly because he's a smart guy. But this really helps the transition process from what he's been doing in Charlotte to what he's going to do in Boston this season. So overall, that's the big picture. Guys bailing on this team, blessing in disguise for the Celtics, and then the USA team establishing the offensive identity that Brad Stevens is also going to want to really establish early on in this upcoming season. Now let's look individually. Jalen Brown, the first thing that jumps out to me about Brown in this tournament is his rebounding. And that might sound like a small thing, but it's really not. To me, Jalen has to pay attention to detail, right? There's no questioning his athleticism. There's no questioning his natural raw talent. It's working on all these little things. It's rebounding, right? It's being able to drive and kick without turning the basketball over. It's about defending every single solitary possession. And what Jalen has looked like so far should make Celtics fans feel really good about this upcoming season. He has rebounded the basketball. He has been defending. Now, I won't tell you that he's been defending every single possession, but he's been defending really well. And he's been defending smaller guys. He's been asked to defend bigger guys. And and for all that is worth his body and his athleticism, he is showing the effort as well. And he also gets to play for Greg Popovich. And we know that Pop, he doesn't have patience for anything, right? And, and Brown had to be sit down a, a couple of games ago because he wasn't playing the right way. Pop's not going to have that mess. And I don't think that Stevens is going to have that mess this year. So I think Jalen's looked very good. He's been one of the better players in this tournament for Team USA when he's been on the floor. Positives for Brown. Tatum. Well, of course he got injured. Everybody was concerned. He was carried off the floor. It ended up being an ankle sprain. Uh, He is supposed to play, from what I read, tomorrow. He's likely to play. We'll see if that ends up happening. But what I like from Tatum in this tournament, and this is all going to be positive, folks. What I like from Tatum in this tournament is he's showing the ability to make plays with the basketball in his hands. And it's something that I've always felt like he could do, right? You watched him play at Duke. He was able to do this from time to time. You listen to Ainge and some of the interviews he's done with 98.5, and he's talked about watching Tatum in high school and how Tatum played the point guard position, and he was a point forward, and he could do this, and he could do that, and he could share the basketball. He could create offense for his teammates. And now we're getting getting to see a little bit of that. We're, we're getting to see him play off the pick and roll. We're getting to see him create. And that is a good sign. The C's are going to need that because I do think that Brad is going to play Kemba off the ball from time to time. He did that with Kyrie. He'll do that with Isaiah Thomas back in the day. Every once in a while, he'll switch it up. He'll have somebody else bring up the basketball, whether it's Hayward, Tatum, or Smart, and he'll use Kemba off of screens for the catch and shoot. So Tatum's ability to work off the pick and roll, his ability to drive and create is going to be huge for this team. And he has shown that. And, and the thing that makes Tatum so effective off the pick and roll as well is because he can pick and pop. He can do so many different things, right? He can be the ball handler and take the jump shot off the action. He can be the ball handler and give it up 
for a pick and roll. He can be the ball handler, give it up and get it back and take it to the basket. He can be the ball handler and move off of the pick, off the screen, and be able to find the man for the open jump shot. He can do all of those things. So I think when you look at Hayward's ability to do that, when you look at Tatum's ability to do that, and I think you'll see Kemba Walker as well have the ability to do that, that's going to make this Celtics offense a a very, very versatile, tough offense to defend. Tatum's aggressiveness as well is something that we really should highlight here before I move on. His aggressive approach with his shot has been eye-opening. And we saw that last year when he was trying to figure things out. When when most of this team was trying to figure things out with Kyrie, Tatum would take a back seat from time to time. And he would have those stretches where he just wouldn't show up for minutes at a time. Then he would have some stretches where he was forcing everything. Tatum was the one guy I thought on last year's team that really struggled to adjust with Kyrie on the floor. And it's kind of funny because he and Kyrie were supposedly closer than anyone else on the team, right? It was Kyrie and Tatum and then everybody else. Well, Tatum on the floor, he was trying to find himself all year long. And what you see with Team USA and what Tatum looks like now is a guy that's completely comfortable in his skin, is very aggressive, has no issue handling the basketball and playing off of other guys if he has to. And here's one more thing he's been doing. He's been trying to play through contact. And that led to the sprained ankle, but he's been able to drive to the basket and try to finish. And and he's mostly done a better job at being able to finish through the contact than we've seen him do in the NBA. So there are some skills that we're seeing from Tatum that if he's able to translate that to this season, and there's no reason to believe that he won't be able to do so, it's all good news for the Celtics and him. If he can make plays with the basketball in his hands, if he can routinely run the pick and roll with no issue, if he's going to be aggressive with this shot and understand that he should be one of the top scorers on this roster, and if he's trying to play through contact and finish strong, he's going to be much better. And if you've seen him physically, he is a different-looking guy. If you've seen Tatum during this tournament, he's bigger. He has more muscle. He does not look like the same thin guy that came into the league. So he's building on that frame, which is something that is absolutely necessary. Quickly, I want to move to Marcus Smart because there's really not a whole heck of a lot that we've seen from Marcus during this tournament that should surprise you. He's pretty much everything that you would expect. He's been playing the defense. He's been his aggressive self. He hit a big-time three at the end of the third quarter against Brazil. Again, we know that Marcus loves heaving up those threes with like a second left to try to steal some points at the end of a quarter or end of a half. He did that uh, just the other day. So he's pretty much what you would expect Marcus Smart to be. He's not going to be a primary scorer on this team. He's not trying to be a primary scorer. He's going to handle the basketball. He's going to help facilitate. He's going to play defense. He's going to switch. He's going to rebound. He's going to bring that every single second aggressiveness. So the good thing is you see Marcus. He looks like the same Marcus. That's good news for the Celtics. I figured we'd wrap this up with the final guy. And to me, the most important guy is obviously Kemba Walker because he has not been a Celtic yet, right? And so I've been watching Kemba, and I've been a fan of Kemba since his UConn days. And, you know, I honestly haven't watched him a ton in Charlotte. I've watched him from time to time on the league pass. 
but it's not like I'm putting Charlotte Hornets games down on my calendar. So I wanted to watch him closely and see what really stood out to me. And there's this perception of Walker, and there's even a reputation of him, that, that he's not this good defender. And he's not a defender. He's not going to defend. You, you know, people have talked about him kind of in the same way of Kyrie Irving. And I'll tell you right now, watching Walker in this tournament, he actually competes on the defensive end. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not telling you he's going to be this lockdown guard, but he competes. The effort is there. He's switching. He's paying attention. He's defending the guy he's supposed to, unlike Kyrie against Milwaukee when he's trying to pick up Giannis Antetokounmpo, for Christ's sake. You've got a guy who understands what his responsibility is on that end of the floor. He takes charges. I've seen him take at least five or six charges in this tournament. So he's willing to put his body up to, to create a turnover, which is going to be vital for the Celtics this year. He stays in front of his guy for the most part. He's going to move his feet. He, he, he's going to move side to side and make sure that laterally he's doing the right thing. He's going to try to fight through screens. So what I would say is, if you thought Kemba was going to be a complete zero defensively, you are going to be pleasantly surprised. He's not going to be a top defensive guard, but he's going to be a guy that is in the right position and that gives effort. And he'll take a charge every once in a while. So I really like what I've seen from him defensively compared to what people were saying about him when the Celtics signed him in the offseason. Offensively, Kemba is Kemba. He's got everything you would want offensively. He's got the step-back threes. He's got the catch-and-shoot threes, whether that's above the break on a fast break or it's in the corner or it's off the wing or he's just catching and shooting. He's got all the shots. He's got the mid-range game. He's got the turnaround. He loves contact. He will play through that contact for his size. Somehow, some way, he gets the basketball up off the glass most of the time. He'll get to the free throw line. His basketball IQ on the offensive end of the floor is through the roof. So what you've seen from Kemba, no surprise offensively. Dude's going to be a stud defensively better, quite frankly, than I expected. And if Kemba can play that kind of defense this season, along with Marcus Smart, then that backcourt is not going to be a sieve. But I think when you watch this USA team playing in this, this FIBA World Cup tournament, I think when you watch the Celtics specifically, a lot of good things that you can take out from their games. Yes, Jalen Brown has the occasional turnover. Yes, Tatum has the occasional force. Yes, Marcus has the occasional force. Yes, Kemba Walker sometimes will give up some points. You'll see that from time to time. But on balance... These guys have all balled pretty well. And if you're watching this tournament as a Celtics fan, you feel pretty good about the 2019-2020 season. All right, that'll do it for this episode. It was quick. Just wanted to fill you in on Team USA. Make sure that those that aren't watching this tournament have a good idea as to what's going on. I think what we'll do next week is talk about Gordon Hayward. A lot of discussion about Hayward happening right now throughout the NBA. How pivotal is he for this upcoming season? What do I expect all of that coming up on the next Cattles on Causeway. Follow us on Twitter at Causeway Podcast. Follow me personally at Nick C Radio. Till next time, thanks for joining us.